Many can manage, but fewer can steer an agency or department through a crisis such as the nation is now facing. The National Academy of Public Administration has a long history of research into how to manage in difficult periods. Here with some perspective, longtime federal manager and now NAPA president and CEO, Terry Gurton. Terry, good to have you back. Good morning, Tom. All right. So you have looked at this from all sides now, kind of like the old Carol King song. And what should managers be thinking about in general here now that we're you a know, couple I, of weeks in? I think the important thing is there's no secret sauce. The practices that are good leadership practices in times that are not crisis are equally important in times of crisis. You know, things like getting in front of your people and talking to them on a regular basis so that they know what the organization is focused on and what you as a leader are doing to take care of them and take care of the mission. Having a strategic plan and performance metrics that you can hold to, making sure that you're talking to your stakeholders to let them know what's going on with your organization and planning ahead and talking about it all the time. Those are important when it's not crisis and and super important when it is. Because at these times, you know, a million consultants crawl out of the woodwork and PR companies specializing in crisis communications and all of this. And it seems more like if you are good at the solid basics of management, when a crisis hits, it's just a couple of steps up from what you were doing rather than starting all over. Now, what do I do? Well, that makes it sound easy, but I think what we know from practice is that actually good leadership is hard, and it takes two critical components. It takes time, and it takes courage. And courage is especially important in crisis times, because sometimes you have to tell people things that are uncomfortable or unpleasant, but it takes time for leaders to really understand their organization and to build the trust with their employees and their stakeholders And then especially in times of crisis, it takes courage to be out in front and say the things that need to be said. But that's the important element, really being clear in your communications and telling people the transparent truth. And I guess there's a point in a federal manager's development or in the development of a crisis like this when you have to go a little bit on instinct and worry about whether you are following every codicil and subparagraph, parentheses, I, parentheses, etc. regulation. I mean, you have to follow the rules and regs, but at some point, don't you have to kind of show a little bit of, I don't know, the polite word, guts, <laughs> and just go ahead and do what you think you need to do? Well, I think that's true. And if you've invested the time before the crisis to have those plans in place, you have built the trust account so that when you get out front and you have to take some risks, because frankly, you're seeing situations now that you know you really haven't encountered before, But if you've done the planning and you've done the leadership work and your employees trust you and your stakeholders trust you, then when you have to be in a time where there's some risk in decision making, you'll have built that trust account and your people and your constituents will trust you to take the steps that are in their best interest and the best interest of the organization. And part of the difficulty of leadership is having that risk management planning done. And one of those elements, I guess, we now know should be a risk such as can nobody get to the office? On the same day. Right, right. You know, we've been talking about the importance of telework for a long time as a continuity of operations strategy. And whether you planned for it and executed it in the past as a pilot, or whether you did test uh, work from home days, or whether you had a routine workforce that worked from home, now you're getting the chance to practice it in real time. So we're finding agencies for whom that was sort of normal practice have adapted and the operations are continuing fairly smoothly. 
for organizations where it wasn't an organizational cultural practice, that process has been much more difficult. We're speaking with Terry Gurton. She's president and CEO of the National Academy of Public Administration. And Napa has a small library of case studies in how to be prepared and agencies that simply can't stop working and so forth. Tell us about a couple of those. Well, um, I would refer your listeners to our website at napawash.org. Under studies, you can find all of these public documents. But I think as an example of an institution that's really been in crisis for a while, thinking about the national nuclear security enterprise, that's a place where we don't want to have crisis. And it's probably a place that not everybody thinks about every day. But the Academy has been working for several years at congressional direction with the National Nuclear Security Administration. They had years of studies and hundreds of recommendations on process improvements that they needed to make to really ensure that our nuclear laboratories and our nuclear enterprise was working smoothly and just weren't able to make any progress. And so we've been working with them and the National Academies of Science for four and a half years now to help put in place the right kinds of processes and planning, um, the right kinds of communication, the right kinds of personnel management practices to really get them to a point where the enterprise is working smoothly. And I will um, give quite a bit of credit to the administrator there, Lisa Gordon Haggerty, who's been on board since February of 2018, who's really taken these recommendations on board. And you can see in their 2019 strategic vision document that they've really begun to implement the right kinds of management practices that position them for the future and remedy a number of the sort of organizational challenges that we were just talking about. As a matter of fact, Ms. Gordon Haggerty has been on the show in a two-part interview, and she did seem to definitely be on top of things. And I guess there's the question of whether an outsider has to come in and take on this type of challenge, this kind of shortfall, or can it also originate with someone who's been there a long time? Um, I think either is true, but critical to the um, success of any leader in this kind of position where you're charged with remedying a long history of challenges is you've got to have the time. You can't be somebody that's there for 18 months. You've got to come in with a long-term perspective. You know, organizational and cultural change takes on average, and depending on whose article you read, five to eight years. And so when you think about political appointees who come in with an 18 to 24 month time frame, it's really difficult to have the longevity of both tenure and perspective that's so necessary to drive this kind of organizational and cultural change. So times like these then are really a stress test of the political hyphen career SES type of relationship. And if that's solid, you'll probably be a lot better off than if there's tension beforehand. Absolutely. You need the the mix of the deep technical expertise and the deep organizational knowledge that comes from your career executives and your career workforce. And then you need the out front perspective from the political appointees. And if you've got, as you say, a good relationship between those two communities, then it's going to be much easier, maybe not easy, but easier for the organization to respond in times of crisis. Terry Gurton is president and CEO of the National Academy of Public Administration. Thanks so much for joining me. Tom, thanks so much and be well. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Stay up to date on your agency's latest responses to coronavirus. Visit our special resources page at federalnewsnetwork.com.
Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. The world is always on, but you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Dream Sember Sale, get a king for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $700 on Sealy. Only at Mattress Firm. <laughs> 